Welcome to Mind Podcast, Little Mind Chats. Minds are little, not our thoughts. I'm your host, Siona Vikram. Hmm, what day is it today? It's a day the entire world is celebrating health in a very unique and ancient way. It's the June 21st, International Yoga Day. Are you wondering where I am? I'm right here. Sitting in Arogya Holistic Center in Bengaluru. It's the holy grail of yoga where thousands of people come in to learn yoga, heal themselves inside out and realize the fruit yoga can offer us as a blessing. Who makes this happen you might ask? He is an absolute yogi of yoga I'd like to say. Dr. B. N. Brahmacharya, a PhD holder in yoga therapy. Out of the many, many awards he won, the government of Karnataka recognized his work and awarded him the Rajyotsava and Patanjali Swarna Padaka Award. Oh my! I feel humbled to be in his presence and in his own yoga kendra. Thank you, Dr. Brahmacharya ji, for agreeing to be on my podcast. I'm super excited. Thank you. My first question is, how was yoga born? Yoga born, we can't say definitely when it is. But the text available, we can see it. It belongs to somewhere in the period of Ramayana. Sage Yagnavalka, he is a Maharshi. He is a priest with Janaka Maharaj ruling. He has given the virginal yoga. what we are doing patanjali patanjali has given a script later on maybe about 3000 years like that but this goes beyond 6000 years wow hmm? they during the period of ramayana he was there so he has given the all the steps of this ashtanga yoga what we call it today they have been explained there much more in detail than patanjali's yoga sutras and later on more popular is the patanjali yoga sutras maybe about 3000 years maybe some 500 bc it is before christ he has given some aphorisms just like uh, equations uh, they are all very much done research and nothing we can change among them we have just to understand follow that step by step it is a ready made uh, uh, principles we have, we can say that is how this yoga has become popular later stage maybe in the 800 ad patanjali marchi never explains the asanas he goes with the science only mind breathing like that but later stage swami atmarama he describes the asanas gerenda samhita hatha yoga pradipika like this some of the later people they have given this asanas and originally they say it is a dialogue between the ishvara and parvati parvati asks questions and the ishvara replies that is how the yoga has started wow that's a really ancient and very should i say holy way that yoga was born but of course no one knows how such an ancient science was ever born So um my next question is why 
is yoga, practice needed every day. If it's so powerful, can we not do it just once or twice? We can do it, no problem. We can do it. Uh, it is a practice, not just one day or two days. It is a practice to be adopted in our lives. The basic things they say, Yama, Niyama. There they say, Satya, Ahimsa, non-stealing, Aparigraha, non-holding of too much, and Brahmacharya, following the disciplines of our senses. These are all basic things to be adopted in our life, not necessary for a yogi, hmm? even for everybody. And the next basic thing is Niyama Desiri. They are the cleanliness and satisfaction in our life and dedication in work. And whatever you do, there should be a dedication. And all is possible only because we have given some energy by the God. We are not the creators of our energy. So what all we do, we should submit to Him only. So submission to the Ishwara, submission to the Lord. We can't take the credit of our body, of our doings and all those things. Whatever we do, it is belonging to His energy. Through that only we are able to do that. So that is the basic concepts. Later on they start to keep it asanas. But we are very popular with asanas alone. Yoga means asana like that. Yoga asanas we commence. But there is a basic foundation. Yama niyama. Then comes asana. To keep it. So how to culture your body. So that you can utilize your body better. If you have a strong body, strong mind, then you can do anything. So, yoga helps to maintain good health, good mind, improve the concentration. Like that it starts asanas. Wow. So far, I've only heard that yoga helps enrich like the body and its muscles and immune system. But I never thought that it actually, yoga actually also helps with the mind and mental stability and everything. Scientists and medical science... Nowadays, we are realizing due to this mind and stress, even our habits are good. If we are stressed, we are going to get hypertension, diabetes, allergies, many of the diseases, migraine, many things due to our stress only. So, it is basically starting from mind. So, yoga, the basic principle is how to tackle the mind, how to calm the mind, how to control the mind. Chitta Rutti Nirodaha. The activity of mind should be controlled. How? So he goes with the body, then breathing, then mind. Mind cannot be tackled directly. So it go. Mind is there, body is there. But what is the link between body and mind? So they have realized breathing is only the link between body and mind. If you control the breathing, you can control the mind. So the breathing is again the body one. If you relax the body, you can breathe better. If you are stressed, difficult to breathe. So we have movements of the body to make the body relaxed. Culturing the body, that is forward bending, backward bending, inverted. So what we say, we require a lot of blood circulation to the all parts of the body. There are various asanas which are inverted postures. That is anti-gravitational. So the blood improves the circulation to the upper part of the body. Usually due to gravitation, it comes down. But in yoga asanas, we have a postures where we can 
improve the circulation to the other parts of the body upper part of the body brain especially so that is the principles behind that and we have a spine to maintain a healthy spine we have some forward bending asanas backward bending asanas twisting asanas like that and there as yoga has got some internal physiology like this it has got pancha vayus vayus means prana the functions of what we breathe it undergoes some different functions in the body so what we breathe that is maha prana vikari then it will convert into different activities there that is samana vayu kali maybe digestion and all those things samana vayu and it has to be circulated it is we call it as a vyana vayu all over the body it has to carry the energy blood everything vyana vayu and all the waste matters to be eliminated is called apana vayu and again this is all controlled by the mind above the neck so we call it as udana vayu so the asanas concentrate on these vayus functions of the body as you said children's lives are pretty stressful these days so what is the best yoga practice we need to start having say according to our capacity just like in mathematics maybe some people youngsters have got capacity uh, they can understand better the higher science also but when ordinary man has to go go through the elementary step by step yoga has made like that eight steps ashtanga yoga and yamanema is common everybody is know that then we start from asanas asana pranayama pratyahara again controlling the mind unwanted things we have to eliminate and concentrate that is next is dhyana dhyana is concentration again and dharana alone we have to continue and again contemplation we call it then we call it as samadhi so supplying the mind with our self so the mind becomes zero in samadhi so that is a stressless level then our body is also undergoes is less stress so minimum stress whenever the mind is active breathing is active body function are active stress is more i mean aging and whatever diseases everything start like that so when the body is controlled breathing is controlled mind is controlled all these things are solved automatically so that is how the patanjali has given a step by step method to follow wow so that's why i've seen like yogis or um people who are really experienced in yoga and they don't get old so quickly they still stay young even though they're like in 70 or something see because there is no stress there is no strain on the system i think even the old people are quite better than young people they are quite energetic even you have seen recently 126 years a person who is doing yoga has received padma padma shri award from the president hmm? oh my gosh i can't believe it yeah even he does every day he teaches in the banks of ganga that is so mind blowing are there any step wise procedures to follow while doing yoga hmm. there should be a calm environment as much as possible and we should have minimum dress and we should not practice on the floor we should have a mat 
and our stomach should be light or empty not after foods or in the before food like that we can practice the ideal is morning and evening when the climate is very calm very conducive for practice of yoga sandhya samaya we call it that is morning hours or evening hours preferably after taking a bath and we are concentrating on the mind and everything it is something like a spiritual practice so we usually take a bath we just pray some chanting mantras sahana avatu like that so that everybody is happy healthy i think no jealous so such mantras we practice and we start yoga to finish with relaxation that is called shavasan or shantyasan after the practice of asanas pranayama we practice shavasan that is complete relaxation we call it as yoga nidra early morning gives us a nice feeling to you like the birds are so chirping the sun is so up and nature feels alive and like it's speaking to you and it's welcoming you to do yoga we have a biological clock the lungs works in the early morning between 3 and 5 we have good oxygen so lungs get more energy during that later on say 5 to 7 the intestines work more the elimination take place and 7 to 9 we have digest stomach work so like that during that time so our lungs also work better morning elimination also takes back better we become more active and with the less strain we can perform our daily duties is something like charging our batteries in the early morning yoga is not strenuous but we are charging our batteries for next entire day oh wow i didn't know that even our body had strict timings yeah it is uh, everything is suppose we sleep we get up it is all a rhythm is there we don't feel hungry in the early morning you know after some time only we feel hungry during my schooling in uk they named yoga poses with animal names or something in nature they would narrate some story to help us remember the poses is this a proper way to practice yoga of course there are names of animals they resemble also like that but there is a meaning for them. suppose we call it bhujangasana it is a snake pose snake has has no limbs you know it is only the spinal cord it has got flexible one yeah. so by doing that pose our spine becomes flexible oh we got uh, some other asanas like that uh, what do you call shalabhasana it is we can strengthen our back jump like that suppose the tree balancing however you be in the climate the tree is very firm so when we practice that tree asanas we are firm our mind is concentrated even in schools also early early days early years whenever uh, the student is very much upset so he is not concentrating we ask him to stand one leg that is yeah. to improve the concentration to draw the attention like that so every asanas has got certain benefits on each suppose there is a imitation of cat early morning we see cat stretches it appears to be a very relaxing one when something comes it jumps immediately without any preparation so if you are so relaxed following making your spine flexible you can also jump into action 
without much strength. So, the, some of the qualities we have taken with that. Suppose you wanted to alert our mind, so we follow some of these tiger postures. We call it as tiger posture. So, tiger is a ferocious one. Suppose we are dull, we wanted to become active, then we follow that tiger breathing. So, like that, each animal has got some specific, uh, I mean, usefulness. By doing that, we get that. It was like, uh, it wasn't like uh, Bhujangasana for snake and everything, but uh, standing on one leg was called mountain pose, like, you know, like this one, yeah. standing on one leg, that was called mountain pose. And then curling up like a ball was called seed pose. And then, um, and then standing like, like stretching like a cat was called cat pose, dog pose or something. Uh, and then there were different poses, but I don't think they were like, what they were named after in Sanskrit. One resembling the animals, it is easy to remember them. And some qualities of that also we get it. Not all the animal qualities, but some particular section we take it. Either the physical energy or the mental energy, we take it. Suppose the namaskara, what we do, basically we close our palms and keep on the chest area. That is namaskara. Our body has got right and left energies. They are controlled by our right nostril and left nostril. These right and left nostrils control our mind and the physiological activities also. Sometimes we have more of the right side who are physically active, more on the left side breathing, we are mentally relaxed. But we have to balance both. How to balance both the nostrils breathing? So this Namaskar Mudra, I mean joining our palms and keeping on the chest, if you do it for a minute or two, your both the nostrils becomes balanced. The mind becomes balanced. Body functions becomes balanced. That's how we give so much importance for the namaskara, balancing our own energies. So practically it's all about practice. In Yogasana also we accept some preliminary warm-up should be there. Warming up, movements of arms, legs, trunk like that. And the Surnamskara is just a warming up procedure. It is not actually yoga. It is a combination of postures. We do it sometimes fast and slow. So, uh, finally, last but not least, what's your advice to parents and children so we can have optimal health and get the best out of yoga? Just like breathing is required for everybody, to harness the breathing, to control the breathing, to calm the mind, to maintain the health, I think yoga is necessary for everybody, including children, school children, and parents, and even aged people also. They have to maintain good health. So it is required for at every stage. Only I insist a minimum age of 8 years to practice yoga. And there is no upper limits. And nowadays the students are becoming unrest. And mentally they are becoming more disturbed, depression, sometimes suicides, even uh, they are getting hooked to some bad habits of mobile and like that. So, all these things, if we can start practicing yoga, I think we can monitor their minds and actions. And it will be easy for the parents to control the children as well as teachers to teach them so that they can concentrate better. They can maintain their attention, health better, physical postures better. 
So it is high time that we should introduce yoga in every schools. And in some of the officers also, we can make them some 10 minutes before starting some breathing exercises or warming up so that the, they can have a discipline, good health also. They can go through the work in a fit manner without much stress and strain. Even for sleep also, I think this breathing and meditation can give you better quality of sleep. Many diseases, of course, psychological problems can be solved with this yogic breathing. There is a Brahmari, Brahmari Pranayama, where we have chanting of Am. Automatically the mind becomes calm. You can, there are studies have made, even the EEG, ECG, all those things are remarkably reduced during the practice of Pranayama, Omkara and Yoga also, Asanas also. So it is high time the modern people should adopt yoga. Yeah, even I've seen the the calming after effects of yoga. Brahmacharya ji, I've truly had an amazing experience learning so many things from you today. I'm looking forward to learning so much more from you. Thank you for taking your time and being on my show. Thank you very much. Thank you. So friends, how are you spending your International Yoga Day? Did you learn anything new from this episode? If you're in Bengaluru, I would truly advise you to come to this Yoga Kendra beside ISKCON and meet him in person. Hmm, so lots of things happening on the little wire side of things. We have three schools doing the collection drive this month. I would like to thank the management of Daffodil School and Pavan English School for getting their children involved in such worthy environmental cause. For those not aware about the Little Wise Club, WISE stands for Warriors Inspiring Sustainable Earth. This club is conducted once a month in member schools. Eco-warriors, meaning children like you and me, Bring in plastic toys and other household plastics to school. Give it into the club and earn points for doing this great favor to Mother Earth. This greatly prevents microplastics in our house environment and stops these plastics from entering landfills and oceans too. As of me, I get them recycled. Yes, Little Wise Club is tied with a pollution board approved recycler. Are you an eco-warrior too? Come visit my website and sign up to be one. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on social media. Thanks a ton for listening. Have a great yoga day. Bye-bye.